Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick the songs, we'll play them. Send your request, pause for text line. Nolan McGraw, waiting for that on the other side of the glass. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up. At an hour and 45 minutes or so. Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Quick draws over there. Let's talk some Ravens. Ravens, seven and a half point favorites coming up Sunday at home against the Indianapolis Colts. Joining us now, our colleague, 1057 The Fan, joining us on the WGK Law guest hotline. She's Melissa Kim. Melissa, good afternoon. What's going on? Good afternoon, Bob. How are you doing? It's, again, another beautiful day out. Perfect football weather this week, except on Sunday, I think. But today, at least, it is. Yeah, well, it's great in the studios here in the uh, incubation <laughs> chamber. But I get what you're saying, Melissa Kim. I'll be at the, out there about 2 o'clock. Perfect. Over the last couple of days, Ardarius yeah. Washington, IL, chest injury, when he played a ton of snaps against Cincy. And then yesterday, we saw that the reports, Ravens were hosting running backs, Ronald Jones and and a, a, a Kenyon Drake, who they eventually signed, among others. And they were speculating, well, I guess they're getting rid of Melvin Gordon III. Well, come to find out, Justice Hill is dealing with turf toe. Question is, yep. Melissa, where these injuries come from all of a sudden when all was quiet on the injury front after the game and on Monday? You know, I think that obviously it is, uh, it's a little, you know, might have happened during the game. I have something that happened afterwards. But yeah, turf toe is definitely a tough one because I've seen guys have turf toe and some of them are okay in a couple of weeks. Some of them, it lingers for months, right? It's one of those ones that you don't know. So I think it is a good insurance policy to bring Kenyon Drake in, a guy who is familiar with the organization, maybe not this particular offense, given that uh, he played under the Greg Roman offense last season. But I think that he is someone that is familiar with things and, you know, literally just got here yesterday and was right at practice. So I think he's obviously showing that he is ready to go and ready to fill in where he needs to be. And in terms of, you know, being ready, Coach Harbaugh talked about that yesterday. Um, Kenyon's a guy that he was with the Colts for a little bit in the preseason and offseason. And, um, and, yeah, I think he fell into a perfect situation here since he does know a lot of these guys already. Now, Melissa, we'll assume that Justice Hill won't play because he was one yes. of eight Ravens to miss practice yesterday. What would you say, given his familiarity, like you pointed out, it's not Roman, it's a new offense coordinator, Tom Munkin, but still knows a lot of the players, including the O-line and the head coach and the quarterback, etc. What do you think the pecking order of carries will be minus Justice Hill Sunday against Indy? 
Um, I do think that obviously Gus um, would be up front and uh, would be the number one guy. And, you know, in terms of yesterday, who was out there, we did see Melvin Gordon. So we did see uh, Kenyon Drake, obviously, as well. Owen Wright in there as well. Um, but definitely Gus. I think that is the pretty obvious answer would be um, would be the one to get the most carries, get the most carries against the Bengals as well. And, I mean, that guy, I think he averaged the most yards per carry in the game against the Bengals as well. So you know that he's efficient. You know that, I mean, he obviously has been with this team for years, and so he knows he knows the deal. Yeah, right. Gus Bus five yards a carry. It's his career stat. Say it five five yards, seven hundred yards a year yep. for Gus Edwards. Now, our Darius Washington, he doesn't go. Who and I guess Marlon Humphrey's still waiting to see what his status will be. Who replaces him as that slot guy? Yeah, you know, I think that it was such a it was so tough for our Darius. I think because he definitely went out there and balled out. And like you know, in terms of the guys that stepped in, obviously, right? Him, Geno Stone, Coach Harbaugh did talk about that a little bit yesterday too. Because you didn't see any kind of drop, I think, across the board in terms of the guys that filled in for the starters. You didn't see any, like, quote-unquote, drop-off, like, you know, in, the, in terms of play for any of those guys, um, especially on the O-line as well. So, you know, they went with a rotation of guys before. I think they will probably do that again. We'll kind of see as the practice continues. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's the great part about this particular team is that they have those guys. You know I mean? They do have – the guys that will, whether they're not the, whether, uh, if they're not the starters, that they can play to the level that they need to. Melissa Kim joining us here, 105.7 The Fan, our colleague, of course, on The Fan, talking some Ravens. It's news from the Nest. Bob Haney with you here on this Total Request Thursday. I know Lamar was talking about it, Melissa, a little bit yesterday. The Ravens are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Baltimore mm-hmm. and Miami, uh, unbelievably, just through two weeks, one of only two undefeated teams in the AFC, but we're not yep. in looking past anyone to Cleveland mode, are we? No, if we're out we're there not. at the, uh, the castle, no, we are not. Absolutely not. And uh, that was a topic of conversation yesterday for sure. And here's the thing: is Coach Harbaugh said Patrick Queen gave a little talk to the team after practice yesterday, saying that look, like we cannot, like just because we beat a division rival last week, and obviously the highest or the highest high right now, that there cannot be that quote-unquote drop-off or whatever people are calling it. They say that they're looking at every opponent every week as one and no. I talked to Malik Harrison in the locker room afterwards, and that's what he said. He said the speech was basically about we're looking at every week as a new week. Every week has to be one and no. And it's been really cool to see actually kind of those guys that are a little bit more on the quieter side, quieter side personality-wise, like Malik Harrison, like Patrick Queen, really taking that leadership role and growing into that for this team and for this defense specifically seeing him, you know, give those kinds of speeches and give those kinds of talks to the team, being like, hey, here's the standard, and we are going to exceed that standard. Now, Melissa, you saw Zay Flowers, obviously, throughout minicamp, training camp, OTAs, Mm -hmm. and the preseason, and everything that went along with it. How impressive has he been, given how impressive he was during camp in the first two games of the regular season? Oh, I think that he is living up to everybody, what what all of our, what we saw as the media, what we saw the expectation was or what his standard was. I mean, it was funny because he was pointing out to us yesterday that um, on that uh, Nelson Aguilar touchdown, 
the corner that was on him was like, yo, I got you locked up, dude. You didn't even get it, blah, whatever, whatever. Like talking a little trash, obviously. And he just like pointed to the end zone and was like, look, touchdown. Right. <laughs> so um, he's obviously having a lot of fun in what he's doing. And that's the thing about this guy. You know, he's obviously a great player. That goes, I think, without saying. But his attitude, I have never seen this guy not smiling. He's obviously ha- – and he was asked about that yesterday, and he's like, I'm just having fun. He's like, I'm just having fun playing NFL football. And he said that he's fortunate to have guys – like Nelson Aguilar, like Odell Beckham Jr., around him, veteran guys, to talk about and explain to him, you know, and be there for him in terms of what to expect here. And, you know, they've really taken him under his under their wings a little bit and, you know, really kind of guided him and I think nurtured him throughout this experience. And I think that that's so important because, you know, when you're a rookie and you don't know what to expect and you're kind of alone in it, like, you know, you're like, who do I turn to? But for these guys to like, kind of like take him under their wing, I think is really lovely to see. Speaking of having fun, last thing for you, Melissa Lamar, how much fun is he having right now? Only oh. two weeks in, but <laughs> he was doing some really super terrific stuff this past Sunday against Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can totally tell. Like, I mean, like the vibes in this locker room are pretty immaculate, like among this team. You can tell that they are together. You can tell that they are all genuinely cheering each other on, like having fun. And I honestly would get to hear from Todd Monken today, and I can't wait to talk to him and hear from him about how much fun he's having because he's been someone who's been very frank and honest and, you know, telling us exactly how it is. So I can't wait to hear from him today. So definitely look forward to that. All right, Melissa, you talk about fun. Tell our listeners how much fun they're going to have Friday night at (laughs) 7 o'clock here on 105.7 The Fan. Uh, Game Day's Lockdown this Friday. We'll have some guests. To be to be announced, and um, yeah, no, for sure. And so we'll have some um, folks that cover the Colts, some folks on the national level to, uh, to talk to us about what to expect and what you know, nationally speaking, what the Ravens are looking like and what people are talking about. So yeah, definitely a lot of good stuff coming up. Melissa, appreciate the time as always. Melissa Kim, I will talk to you Sunday along with Ken Wyman on the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show here on 105.7 The Fan. Perfect. Can't wait. See you, you then. All right. Bye. Melissa Kim, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Bob Haney with you on this Total Request Thursday. We'll come back by yourself. Let's count some cash. And then speaking of Lamar Jackson, we'll hear from him and John Harbaugh and others coming up around 1230, 1 o'clock. Bob Nightingale, USA Today, start talking about the final 10 games or so of the Major League Baseball season. Those wild card chases of both leagues still very much up for grabs. American League East report at 115. And Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, talk real and fantasy football with him. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, 105.7 The Fans. Happening, everybody. Orioles in uh, Cleveland tonight, taking on the Guardians, 715. First pitch, Baltimore baseball tonight, me and Jim Hunter. Brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Coming up at 6, Grayson Rodriguez for the Orioles. Orioles magic number is 7 in the AL East because they lost, but so did Tampa. Ravens, 7.5 point favorites hosting the Colts. Maryland, 7.5 point favorites at Michigan State. There's a ton happening. Huge college football games. As well, which we'll talk about more in depth tomorrow. So, needless to say, the sports news is plentiful, but is the cash plentiful? Let's find out by yourself. Everything's red. Oh. I hate red. Oh. Under Armour down uh, ever so slightly, about three cents. DraftKings uh, down a dollar twenty-seven. S and P five hundred overall, also in the red. Huh. Not good. Okay. We'll wait for Vinny's in-depth analysis tomorrow. Uh-huh. Uh, but let's start here with the Reds. They're not in the red. Still in the wildcard hunt. Just over a week left to play for them. But for Joey Votto, these remaining games carry a little extra weight. Could this be his final time playing baseball in a Cincinnati uniform? The team has a club option worth $20 million for next season. But it does come with a $7 million buyout if they do part ways with him. Hard to picture Votto wearing anything but that Reds uniform. But buy or sell, Bob, he'll stick around in Cincy, but on a different deal. I'll buy that. I mean, they've got a lot of young talent coming up through the ranks here. Jonathan India just won Rookie of the Year a couple years ago. Adela Cruz is a beast. Who's the other guy like, whose name escapes me with the S? His last name starts. He's another steer. He's another uh, Rookie of the Year kind of guy. I mean, they got a lot of good young talent. I mean, you think about the storied history of that franchise. His name gets mentioned prominently. So he's he'll take a, home, a hometown discount and stick around. How does that sound? Go over to football here during Monday night's loss to the Saints. Bryce Young was replaced by Andy Dalton in a few short yardage situations, something that confused people watching at home. And Frank Reich later explained that they wanted to limit Bryce Young's exposure to certain things. Those are his words. Uh, Went on to say that Young's capable of doing it, whatever it may be in those short yardage situations, but they do have an experienced vet in Dalton, so why not use him? That was Reich's explanation. Okay. Should be noted in those two short yardage situations, they didn't run a sneak either time. One was called off by a pre-snap penalty, a false start. The other one was a pitch out to Miles Sanders. Uh, are you buying or selling Reich's explanation here? Um, I'm selling it. By the way, it might be a moot point because isn't Bryce Young dealing with an ankle? Didn't he practice yesterday? For Carolina. So Frank Reich, I don't want to say he's protecting his young quarterback, but, you know, he's not going to say he's too tiny, too little. He's too small. 
He's just a little mini quarterback. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> little guy. Kyler Murray's got to be happy. Take the heat off him a little bit. Yeah, well, he's got dude, uh, 200 mil in a bank. Right. I'd be happy, too. How about the Padres? Big spenders over the past few years. Hasn't resulted in much for their fan base to be satisfied with, though. They did make the NLCS last year, uh, but lost to the Phillies there, 4-1 in that series. Now in 2023, among the most disappointing teams in the entire league is they'll likely miss the postseason altogether. So entering this winter, uh, going to be under a big microscope, all the moves that they're set to make. What do you do with Blake Snell and Josh Hader? They're on uh, expiring contracts. But Juan Soto also needs a big deal. Just one year of arbitration left for him. Buy or sell, the Padres should go all in again, run it back with the same core. No, nope, selling it. I mean, they've won seven in a row. They're one of the hottest teams in baseball right now, and they're still below 500. It just has not worked out for them here this season. Maybe the chemistry could be an issue. And I know the Orioles aren't going to be big spenders anytime soon but Snell or Hater, I wouldn't mind seeing Mike Elias making a realistic overture to both given the permission that would be given from old J.A. down there maybe get a couple of beer bongs in him because he was down there sucking down booze ah, we're at 30 more years baby he didn't have to kneel yeah give a couple couple standing straight get a couple of beer bongs Try to get Josh Hader back in town. Remember, the Orioles did draft him way back when. And we'll close with this here. The Bengals are in somewhat familiar territory after starting the season 0-2. But unlike last year, both of those losses were in the division. And the health of Joe Burrow is very much in question moving forward. Uh, A recent column written by John Breach, a longtime NFL writer, suggesting that the best thing that Cincinnati could do right now for their season and their hopes is to put Burrow on IR, get him 100% rested over the next four weeks, their schedule in that time, Rams, Titans, Cardinals, and Seahawks, not exactly murderer's row, but they do have a bye week right after that, so you're looking at a five-week rest period for him if they put him on IR. Uh, Are you buying or selling that an IR trip would benefit the team in the long run? Uh, Perhaps, so I'll soft buy. I mean, you have Aaron Donald coming up this weekend. And, you know, he's still a premier player, one of the great defensive players in the league, one of the great defensive players we've seen in the last 20 years plus. That might not be a bad idea, but I don't think they should beat the Rams, but can they do it without Burrow? Because you don't want to be 0-3. But well, we saw him limping off the field against the Ravens. So, I mean, how? I mean, yeah, I know he had the little massager thing working there on the mm-hmm. bench. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of soft buying that. I Well, it makes sense resting him, but I don't know about committing to that full four weeks. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't know about the the four games to that point. Right. Yeah, maybe sit him out this week. And if you lose, then obviously he's got to. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is uh, – it's only two games in, but the Bengals, in a, they're in a little trouble city, baby. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney with you here on this Total Request Thursday. Vinny's off today. He'll be back tomorrow. We'll come back, take your phone calls. You want to get in at 410-583-1057. Orioles lose yesterday. I know a lot of you melted down over the course of nine innings, which turned out to be a walk-off loss, and I think the concerns with the bullpen are very much much real because i share those same concerns with you we'll talk about the ravens we could do that and at lunch 12 45 bob nightingale
USA Today. We'll talk some baseball with him. Is Buck done in New York with the Mets? And is Aaron Boone done in uh, New York with the Yankees? He got uh, thrown out of the game again last night. As uh, Kevin Gaussman threw one that was probably low and not close to being a strike, but it was called one. I could see where Aaron Boone would get upset. American League East report at 115. Rays, by the way, playing this afternoon against the Angels. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk real and fantasy football with him. Justin Fields through the uh, coaches under the bus in Chicago. If all else fails and you suck, blame. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Nobody else. Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Video Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. What's happening, everybody? NFL lunch coming up in a few. Get out to the phones here in a second. Going to hear from Lamar Jackson as well. Just heard during Nolan's update. Orioles taking on the Guardians tonight. Rockabaco tweeting out that Hunter Gaddis, 6'6", 260-pound right-hander, is going to be on the hill for the Cleveland Ball Club coming up tonight at 7.15. Looking at his game log. He has not pitched since August the 29th. Right now, his record in 2023, 10 games, six starts, two and one with a 485 earn run average. He's given up six homers and 39 innings pitched. So Hunter Gaddis on the hill tonight for the Cleveland Guardians, Bieber Quantrill, and I guess to be determined coming up on uh, Sunday as well. Rodriguez, Kramer, Means, Gibson, for the Orioles. We'll talk more about that tonight with Baltimore Baseball. Tonight brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts, me and Jim Hunter. Let's get out to the phones, however. Let's go to Ed Narbutis. Ed, thanks for holding. What's happening? Uh, good afternoon to you, gentlemen. I want to sound a little bizarre today, Bob. Um, alternative mode solution thoughts, Raven running backs, Orioles pitching. The last preseason game, I thought I saw a practice squad running back, Owen Wright, display all the capability skills for that position to offer on game day if deep depth is needed. It's just my opinion. I don't know how the Ravens are viewing him right now. Yeah, he was out there yesterday running around. Okay. Um, Orioles pitching with the playoffs coming up. um, Those games – intensity-wise and being right on top of each other, um, it's tough to get the proper rest. And there is a solution for that. Not talking about now, talking about for the playoffs to extend out 
and it's a much more drastic thought, but I've seen it done before, and I've seen it done accurately and correct. You can always reverse your pitching order selections like you would a batting order. For example, start a guy who's got decent command, let's say Flaherty, and tell him he's one time through the order, I need you to get nine outs maximum, then insert your starting pitcher, innings four through eight, Bradish, Rodriguez, uh, Kramer, Means, and to fill the Batista void, simplify that down to close by committee. It's not that difficult. Reinstall Wells now. Get him here now to the big team. Him and Cano to handle late inning righties, Perez and Hall lefties. That's it. Thanks, Bob. All right, up. Uh... Ed and Arbutus, interesting scenarios for sure. Uh, yeah, Owen Wright, who we talked about on the practice squad, would he get first juice over Kenyon Drake? I'm guessing Drake would get that veteran uh, bump, given the fact that, you know, he uh, was here last year. But he did play well in that preseason finale. He kind of played well to the point where, like, who the hell is this guy? Where's he been? Now, with the rotation, would they go opener? in a playoff scenario and Flaherty's a guy that I know he's using him as an example. I don't know if Jack, uh, Jack Flaherty's even going to be on the playoff roster in a wild card situation. He might not be now, if they get to the division series, could he help you out of the bullpen? Look, Flaherty was brought in to be the uh, starter to help give you innings. Cause he had pitched better in July got playoff experience. This was a guy that was a Cy Young finalist, uh, you know, 2019, I think it was. But he's been a pretty big disappointment for them. I don't know if he is to be trusted. And Tyler Wells is struggling right now in Norfolk. And I don't know what happened with him. He was the he had the lowest whip of all starting pitchers in the American League for most of the first half of the season, if not the entire first half of the season and the wheels kind of came off maybe some fatigue set in lost some miles off the fastball but seems to be I don't say he's laboring but he got touched up a little bit last night in a brief appearance so I don't know if he fits in but the concerns for the rotation are real concerns for the bullpen are big they're in it to win it this isn't we're in the playoffs everything happens here's gravy now, you've been in first place for two months. You've been the number one team record-wise for most of the second half of this season. This isn't about getting to the playoffs anymore. It's about getting to the playoffs and doing damage in the playoffs. And I know they got stymied offensively yesterday, but if you look at them statistically, they're in the top 10 now in batting average. They're number one in baseball batting average with runners in scoring position. I believe they're in the top three or four in OPS with runners in scoring position. They've got enough pop to uh, get the old three-runner or weaver when need be. I'm not worried about them offensively. I'm more concerned about who's throwing the ball and how effective they will be and neutralizing the other team. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, NFL lunch. Going to hear from Lamar Jackson as he met with the media yesterday. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Talk about Major League Baseball, the wild card chase in both leagues. Still very much up for grabs. I guess the AL East and the AL West are the only two divisions that are still 
up for grabs in the final week plus of the season. So we'll talk to Bob. We'll have an American League East report coming up for you at 115. Angels and Rays, by the way, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. Keep you up to date on the score there. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Talk real and fantasy football with him. We have a game tonight. The Giants are at San Francisco. San Francisco, 10.5 point favorites. No Saquon Barkley. Does that mean no chance for New York? An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Top features of football, NFL lunch style. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass. Lamar Jackson met with the media yesterday talking about his growing connection with his touchdown score from last week, Nelson Aguilar. Absolutely, he has. You know, we've been connecting um, here on the field, um, in camp, uh, this, I, I say pretty much the whole offseason, and it showed, you know, this past Sunday. Now, Nolan, we look at Nelson Aguilar, first-round draft pick himself, coming out of USC 2015, I think it was. Got a Super Bowl ring in Philadelphia. He's bounced around a little bit. And by all accounts, did well during training camp. Wasn't much of a factor there in the opener against Houston, but he was the Ravens' leading receiver in Week 2. And with Odell Beckham Jr.'s undetermined status right now with the ankle, I guess Nelson Aguilar's profile will increase dramatically moving forward, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're going to keep catching passes heading your way, you're going to keep getting targets. It's plain and simple. You know, in a crowded offense, how do you carve out a lane for yourself? Take advantage of the opportunities you're given, and Aguilar certainly did that in Game 2. I didn't know what to expect when they signed him. I think we all kind of agreed that this should be move one of hopefully many, and that became true when they signed Odell and drafted Zay Flowers. But, I mean, he's capable of having a, a solid game like that. I don't expect him to do it every week, but he can do it. When they signed him originally... We were all, me, you, and Vinny, and the listeners, for the most part, were like, okay, what's next? It wasn't the end-all, be-all deal. He was the first, as you just said, of where it turned out to be many. But so far, so good. His problem has been inconsistency holding on to the football. Now, Zay Flowers, this guy has been everything we had hoped for, and then some, as we talked about it earlier in the hour with Melissa Kim, and we talk about chemistry. There's some mad scientist stuff going on right now with Lamar and Zay, right? He's his own man. You know, he's going out there. Um, he's willing to learn. Um, he want to be the best. You know, um, each and every play he's out there. Um, you know, Zay's just a household name. He's building for himself right now. He just needs to just keep staying that way, keep staying locked down and focused. He has Zay Flowers, 140 receiving yards through two games. 78 of them. Of the yak variety, he did have the big 52-yarder against Cincinnati, which turned out to be a huge play in that game for the Ravens. I It's exceeded everyone's expectations. I think anyone that was, you know, beating their chest for him preseason, saying that he was going to do this through two weeks, I probably would have said that they were uh, a little high on the uh, purple Kool-Aid. Uh-huh. But it's come to fruition here. And Melissa mentioned it earlier, he just doesn't have that rookie presence. Ever since he arrived when he was drafted, he it's seamlessly meshed with the team. He didn't get treated by his teammates like a rookie. 
they view him because of his skill set and the production he's giving them like he's a three, four year vet. Uh, Vinny called it from the jump, said this guy's really good, better than anticipated, and Vinny liked him coming out of BC. So living up to the hype and then some. Now the Ravens offense, week one against Houston, eh, maybe not all that great. Bounce back nicely, thank you very much, in a more balanced way against Cincinnati. So Lamar, the defense week, or excuse me, the offense week one, week two. The difference is? Just being week two. Uh, you know, um, our second game, I'm just playing with, um, playing, you know, alongside each other uh, and just building chemistry, you know, within the game. Well, it kind of makes sense. He seemed much more comfortable, Lamar Jackson, 112.8 quarterback rating. Did you know, Nolan McGraw, that through two weeks, Lamar Jackson is completing 74.5% of his throws? When you mentioned that on the show yesterday, I was uh... – it piqued my interest. I couldn't. I thought you misspoke for a second. I had to rush to. Uh, Would not be the first time that's happened, by the way. To football reference and confirm, and it was confirmed. Uh, and like you said before, it, don't expect him to keep that up for an entire 17 games, but it certainly is a good start. And remember, early in his career, what was one of the biggest question marks surrounding Lamar? His completion percentage. Yep. And some people were saying, oh, you know, if you can settle for. What, 60%? Not in, the, not in this day and age. Right. Well, it, it was a low bar. I remember right, sure. people were setting the bar well, pretty low. Well, at Louisville, he never completed 60% of his passes. Right. I think the high watermark was 58 and a half. But as Dan Orlovsky said on this show famously prior to 2019, Dan Orlovsky, now way beyond our little midday fun here in Baltimore, as every time you look up at ESPN, his face is splattered all over the TV. Cool to us. Nice guy. Got no problem with it personally. But as he said on this show, if Lamar can just hit the layups, watch that completion percentage skyrocket. And that season he did. And he won the MVP of the league. The last couple of years, it's dipped a little bit. 74 and a half. I don't care if you're Johnny Unitas, Joe Montana, whoever. That's a big number. By the way, you know, Josh Allen leads the NFL in completion percentage. To his, also, team, to his team and to the other team. Wow. <laughs> but, that was a question for him coming out of college, yeah, too. Oh, he was even worse than Lamar against weaker competition. But if he could keep 66 to 69, 70, I think we're going to see some pretty magical stuff. Keep that quarterback. It's right now his quarterback rating's pushing 100. It's only two games in. Two different games, right? But, uh, you know, I think there's some big things. Uh, big things brewing with old Lamar and that Ravens offense. If the injuries could just tone down a little bit here for sure. Right. You talk about the layups there. There's finally built-in layups in this offense because of Todd Munkin. Screen passes, easy stuff like that. Before under Roman, I'd be honest, I don't even know if they had passing plays in their playbook. It didn't seem like it half the time. Or they just told the guys, hey, run whatever route you want. See if Lamar finds you. But now there's built-in stuff to make it easy for him. Right. If you don't, we'll just call timeout. And then we'll call a timeout after that timeout to make sure we got it really under control. It's NFL Lunch here on this Total Request Thursday. Lamar was not sacked this past week against the Bengals. I guess that makes things easy for the offense, right? Terrific. Um, that's any quarterback's dream. Hopefully we just keep it going <laughs> throughout the whole season. 
concern there was that the Ravens were playing without two starters on the offensive line. Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum. And then Sam Mustafer stepped in for Linderbaum, and Patrick McCarry stepped in at left tackle. Looking at the stats from Sunday's win against Cincinnati, zero sacks, only one quarterback hit. And Lamar got himself out of pressure many times, which he is prone to do. And speaking of the O-line, and in particular, Patrick McCarry, Lamar understands. Pat has been great at center, uh, you know, guard for us, and he just showed it this past Sunday at tackle as well, you know. Um, He's a guy that can do it all. Question is, Nolan, does it sustain itself over the course of weeks, maybe months, depending on how long Ronnie Stanley's going to be out here? I mean, to that level where he's not getting sacked at all, I I think that's a bit uh, – we, we can't expect that no. every week. But, look, the Bengals' defense and that defensive front, no slouch at all. Hendrickson, Hubbard, Reeder, just to name a few, they'll get after you. So to have a completely clean game like that, I think that does speak volumes. It leaves me more encouraged heading into week three and so on than I was heading into week two to a point where, okay, if Ronnie Stanley and Tyler Linderbaum need to miss some more time, I'm not panicking by any means anymore. NFL lunch video at Haiti 105.7 The Fan. By the way, if you're going to the game and you want to dress like the players, they're wearing the uh, purple jerseys and black uh, pants. This weekend, NFL schedule for week three is as follows. Tonight, 8-15, a game you can hear on 105.7 The Fan. The Giants minus Saquon Barkley at San Francisco. San Francisco minus 10.5. We'll do our picks coming up next hour. Colts and Ravens. Ravens minus 7.5. Tennessee is at Cleveland. Kareem Hunt is in because Nick Chubb is out. The Browns are minus 3.5. Atlanta is at Detroit. Lions minus three. Saints at Green Bay. Packers minus two. Denver's at Miami. Miami, like the Ravens, undefeated. Only two in the AFC. Two weeks in already. Miami, six and a half point favorites. Minnesota hosting the Chargers. Both teams 0-2. Both teams playoff teams last year. Both teams disappointing. Minnesota favored by a point. Patriot Minnesota just traded for Cam Akers, by the way, from the Rams. I don't know if you saw that, everybody. Patriots at the Jets. New England minus two and a half. Bills at Commanders. Buffalo minus six and a half. You have Jacksonville hosting Houston. Jacksonville minus nine. Carolina at Seattle. Seattle minus six. Bears at Chiefs. Kansas City minus 12 and a half. Let's see. Cowboys at Arizona. Dallas minus 12. Sunday night, Steelers at Raiders. Vegas minus two and a half. Monday night, Phillies at Tampa. Two undefeated teams, Philly minus five. And then also on Monday night, 8-15. By the way, the Eagles games on ABC. The ESPN extravaganza will be the Rams and Bengals. Cincinnati minus three. And that one, that's your schedule for week three of the NFL. When we come back, going to get back to baseball. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. We'll talk about the final week plus of the Major League Baseball season. The scary team going into the postseason will be who? We'll get into all of that. We'll have your American League. East report coming up at 115 and then Mike Harmon Fox Sports Radio will talk real and fantasy football with him and then a fun house trip Nolan McGraw inside access takes over at two and then Baltimore baseball tonight me and Jim Hunter brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts coming up at six Orioles and Guardians 715 national TV on Fox okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 